0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Hi. Triforce Podcast. Where I am, uh, Where's we're eating a peanut <laughs> bar.
0: The <laughs> sensual sounds of the
1: rain falling above me in Bristol, and sips, mm-hmm. nomming away at mm-hmm. uh, uh, a fruit and nut bar, probably, or n- yeah. nutri- Nutri-Grain. Some some breakfast bar. It's a uh, peanut no bar. Just peanuts. Oh, wonderful stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Last night, I went to the pub, and the the heavens opened, and mm-hmm. we all got absolutely soaked. We were all set outside, and I looked up at the, down at the table, and it was like me, Lydia, Ravs, like a bunch of others, and... Um, I was like none of us smoke why are we outside because of yeah. course we follow the lead of Harry and Tom you know the 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 trend setters in New mm. the Yorks the they smogers. always yeah they're the cool guys so we all sit outside and of course they were not there we had one umbrella that barely covered like the, the, the table sort of six of us huddling under it and i i just i said to Ravs, it'll stop in a minute in that british way did it and then and then it didn't no it got up worse and it got harder yeah and it poured with rain and um i, I staggered home drenched at about half past 10 but i don't nice. it was nice it was it wasn't
0: wasn't cold rain it was kind of just Warm like a rain. soaking a fine fine soaking mist. You know those yeah. you know like that those light rains where you're like, it's not raining that bad, but you get absolutely fucking drenched. Yeah. It was that. It's like a misty rain almost. Like it I don't wasn't know. It's heavy
1: enough to refill our pints. With mm. you know, it was, right? It was or, or caused them that much distress either. They weren't splashing everywhere, you know. But right, it was it was heavy enough that we were the only people out there, and I just felt like this was the most British thing I'd yeah. done in a while uh, because nice. we watched. We spent the time watching the evening. We did like a premiere of the new Master Tasker, which is mm. the main channel. Taskmaster ripoff. Right. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, Pflex and stuff. Uh, yeah, but...
2: yeah, watched it, loved it, thought it was uh, great. I would love to be on it one day. It's just such a funny show. So we'll yeah, did you not on. watch
0: it, not in it, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so rude
1: well, <laughs> just being honest just a rude dude you know, it's bro. a place for Sips to be open
0: and all well,
2: friends of his are in this show and made the show he's like I don't fucking care I'm not
0: in I don't though I mean it's <laughs> I can't help it sorry
1: it's good it's got Lydia Revs in it and, um, nice. and, and the Tommy, Tommy B and Tom, Tommy C Tommy uh, like C and, C and Tommy, Tommy B you're the
2: original bubble boy Sips you are just the bubble boy <laughs>
1: I li- am lives in a bubble
2: <laughs> No, but unlike the bubble unashamedly boy unashamedly so. But you don't want to be outside the bubble.
0: Get well, me I in the bubble. Well, do full, not. Full of, you
1: don't want to get in that fucking bubble. It's full of baby sick and fucking crying That's and it, stuff. That's it, exactly,
0: yeah. Don't, it's it's get, stay away man. from my oh, bubble. Oh, I don't, don't want to be, be in the bubble. full of dirty
1: nappies. And, like, yeah, <laughs> get me geez. away. It's, I did it's that. No, it never, gross in here. It's disgusting. It is gross I'm never going back to the bubble life, I tell you that. Thank God it's kept in the bubble. i got to keep it
0: all in the bubble until... You know, when when the baby's bigger, I can I can finally venture out of the bubble, and then I might care about Taskmasters and stuff gonna. Do <laughs> shit. You're gonna live in that <laughs> bubble forever. Oh, oh I, jest though. That sounds pretty cool. No, I, it was. It I was should, fun. I should watch it.
1: It's A fun time. And then we um. <laughs> he still I've ain't gonna my, fucking watch it. Dude. I've There's started so John up. Will. He'll watch it. Don't worry. Uh, it'll pop up on his recommended. He can't. I'm sure it, it will. Yeah. Do um, not
2: recommend channel. Is what he's gonna
1: fucking do. <laughs> <look. laughs> you just oh. click that immediately. <laughs> well, since oh, it's like this though, he's a contrarian. Like he won't um. Anything that's hyped or anyone's talked about, he
0: will put off it. he will be like, uh... yeah, I, well, I I, be I, I've been burned many times. I'm you're, not even doing it just to be cool or anything. I just, I, I just don't, I just you, don't believe I the think hype. The, yeah, anything that's hyped at all, Sips is like, I'm, I'm not into
1: it. Into it? No, he, he likes the underground good stuff. I, yes. I know. Oh yeah. yeah. No. I, you like I discovering just, your own things?
0: Well, I is like that, to wait. I like to wait to see what the the sort of. Like it's weird because i don't I don't generally believe the hype, but then I'm fine to sort of uh, believe a consensus, you know, like after after the fact, like with cyberpunk. Everybody was super excited, losing their minds for Cyberpunk coming out, and I was like, okay, you know, it's I'll see how it goes. And then when it came out, and everybody was upset that it wasn't didn't live up to their expectations or whatever, and I still haven't played it because I haven't heard great things about it, right? But then it's other the, things yeah. have come out that were that were hyped or not hyped or whatever, and people rave on about it. Uh, and then uh, you know, if 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 there's enough interest or you know, people mention something to me that sounds interesting, I'll I'll definitely check it out. And then well, some- like Binge on hype, it for. <laughs> the the a hype is
1: is the respo- reason for its downfall, right? In many ways, like a lot yeah. of times, people are like, "Oh, this didn't live up to the hype," and therefore, well, I am going to give it a negative review. Cyberpunk?
0: Right? How the hell could it ever live up to the hype? Like the the hype around Cyberpunk was just insane. Yeah, and I it feel it like
2: I feel like it could have lived up to one tenth of the hype. That would have it been could have a, yeah. That, it could could have. Have. <laughs> that would have been something.
0: sure, but uh, it was never going to be what people expected because I think people's expectations were just
2: true but they, I, I al- like they that... also didn't help like yeah, if, you, part- if you I mean, pitch they... it as being this grand thing and you show off all this stuff and say it's gonna have this it's gonna have that and then it doesn't that's kind of on you yeah, yeah
1: exactly people I think that was what people were upset about they were sold this idea that it was something greater than what it was or some some kind of revolution in gaming when really it was you know I remember
0: Spore being like that too when Spore was in development and then when it was released the hype around that game game was insane oh, don't and it remind could not me. possibly uh, ever remotely live up to oh, I was so hype.
2: excited for that I got yeah, the game rushed everyone home was. I couldn't wait to play it and I was like yeah. what the fuck is this
0: piece yeah it was just a stripped down version of what they promised because they just couldn't they couldn't do all the stuff that they wanted to do and what was it? will will write actually left off the back of it too didn't he or or midway through like he was just he was trying to to do stuff and the publisher the studio were, were just like no nah, we can't do it we've got deadlines or whatever and he's like fine i'm out you know what you know
2: what i think that would actually work nowadays as an early access title that they built stuff on
0: yeah because a
2: game like that that's that because if i remember right, you were you could literally the whole point was you could go from like a single celled little creature and evolve yes. all the way up to like space battles like yeah. that is incredibly grand plan shit and like holy god like as a pitch yeah that that sounds great but it's kind of those kind of games where they pitch it like that is like i remember a guy i knew told me about the game he was making and he he said to me it's going to be amazing i was like all right describe it to me then and he said uh all right but don't tell anyone because this is a great idea i was like okay his (laughs) idea was this game he's like right so it's sort of like elite but then it also has ground battles like Planetfall, but it also has trading, like a sort of trading game, but it's also like an empire builder, and there's like city building within that empire, and there's also politics and party management say,
0: and recruitment. And that game he was talking about was Star Citizen. No, and it was no, what's I'm the not. guy's name, Chris is it Chris Roberts or, or that game? No man's guy. guy.
2: Chris that Chris Robber. I call him
0: because <laughs> he's a thief.
2: But No, it's That's literally, good. I was like, mate, you know how many people it's going to take to even begin to make this game? He goes, oh, no, I've got these two coders. They're top guys. I was like, all right, good luck, buddy.
1: I'm like, <laughs> it's like yeah. Alan Sugar production, so I've got these two <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've laid on a
0: couple of coders <laughs> this week. Oh, man. I, I, oh. I was reading I was reading something about Alan Sugar recently because I I don't I I don't know much about him other than you know he's on The Apprentice which I which I watch and uh, I never really had any opinions on on Alan Sugar until he tweeted. Calling people who work from home scumbags who watch TV all day. Yeah, he's a. And now he's a my my perception of that man has has Whoa. just completely and utterly changed. He,
1: I think I think I, yeah, th- I, he, I think home
0: working is no, the no. best. And, and I think and if you're against it, listen, you're dead to me.
1: He and his uh, colleagues and everyone has suddenly did a big turnaround on the old energy crisis, right? Because it costs a lot more for them to pay for everything at the office. Like one of the main, I read this article on the Money Supermarket, and it was like. Do you want to save money on your heat and electricity? Just go into the office more. You know, do your washing in the office, cook your yeah. lunch in the office, cook your dinner in the office. Like, yeah, liter- yeah, literally use all their like, energy. Yeah. And so now what's happening is all these people are like, "Oh, actually, well, do you know what? Maybe if you stay at home, um, well, you wouldn't cost us as so much. You're cheaper, right?" And, and so yeah. everyone is suddenly well, he- doing a one eighty on this idea that we have to fucking. You know what? Yeah, but you know yeah. what
2: he also said. In, in response to people saying that they would rather work from home and it's silly. He goes, well, then I, you should be paid less because it doesn't cost you as much to get into work. As if right. As if the only reason they pay us is so that we have enough money to have clothes and travel Men. to get to our fucking jobs. He is an absolute I don't know how you can shit. be that
0: stupid and have made that much money. He got, no, like no, no, no. He, Here is the
2: thing. Alan should, I read his fucking autobiography. All right? I do not like the man. I do not like them man. I do not respect him. No, he's a, he's I, a cunt in him. all
1: caps, 100%. Right. So yeah. I
2: wanted to read the book to find out what he thought of himself and his own personal story. This is a guy who basically got into electronics at the right time, opened a store selling tat electronics, and Amstrad was always shit, always shit. Nobody that bought an Amstrad product would be like, it was top of the line. No, it was Amstrad. It was budget. That was the whole angle that they were going for. And he then got into business-to-business stuff with like set-top boxes and all this kind of stuff. With his business deals, which is basically doing it for like a fu- fucking Dell boy,
1: IRL Dell boy with just like, just somehow managed to integrate
0: himself in because he offered it the cheapest, you know, yeah. it's like, you mean, he just. I think at up. the time he was laying on big dues for his staff and stuff <laughs> as well. Like, did you think no he way. laid on a nice spread of like uh, buffets? He might no have a on one for all his fucking anything.
1: mistresses, but he's, a, he's, a little... a, he's an
2: incredibly stingy uh, businessman and everything is on a shoestring. All, I mean, the uh, the Amstrad-made set-top boxes, anybody who's ever had a shit set-top box, you can thank Alan Sugar, because they were literally, if you open them up, it's like the shittest build, and they're, all the quality of the circuitry and everything like that is dog, they break all the time, they're slow, they are garbage. And it's all because he'll do it for Tuppence me. that's it. He hasn't changed from being a the guy that ran a market store selling stuff cheap and trying to get it cheap, and just selling tat. That's, he has not changed. he's managed to build this empire but if you look at all these business ventures that he gets involved in on fucking dragons they're terrible they're terrible ideas and the kind of people that want to work for him i don't i don't understand it
1: i do not understand well that's partly how he's got to where he is though by treating people like shit you know i think that that is his whole thing he has no these people have no qualms to produce shitty products and treat people shittily and make money doing it you know I think yeah. if you are, an how come fucking I'm not scumbag, like
0: filthy, stinking rich? I treat people like shit all the time. <laughs> no, no, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, I'm though. looking up at the sky right now. What am I doing wrong?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh Twitch, god! Twitch chat don't count, you know. <laughs> torturing Twitch chat with hours of fence building in Planet <laughs> Zoo doesn't count.
0: <laughs> oh, I them mean and I keep them keen, baby. Whoa, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm not. Um, I'm not as rich as Alan Sugar, that's for sure. No, um, well... I, I could learn a thing or two from that guy. But no, I I, I really did not like the uh, the insinuation that people who work from home are lazy and all they do is sit around and watch TV. The, the fact of the matter is is that most of these jobs, there's not even enough work to do to fill a day. So if somebody's sitting around watching TV, that's that's your fault, right? Like you, you probably just have too, too many people or whatever. And if they're in an office... That makes sense, right? Because you can you can look out over your little silo and be proud of yourself that you manage five or six people or whatever, and that's cool. But when they're all at home and you can't see them, it doesn't feel as tangible, right? I, so I also think it the, the out.
2: idea that people aren't working. I mean, I, I I'm kind of personally offended by this. Mrs. F works from home quite often. Obviously, worked from home all over lockdown, and everything like a lot of people out there did. And if you want to tell me that she didn't work very hard and work long hours and do her job, you yeah. can get fucked. I'm actually seriously pissed off when when Alan Sugar and people like that joke around about people just sitting around watching TV in their pyjamas First of all, who fucking gives a shit that you're wearing your fucking pajamas? Gen- genuinely, what fucking difference does it make to you, Lord Sugar? You cunt. <laughs> yeah, but the
0: thing is, like, having worked in an office, some people turned up to the office in worse than pajamas, well, like in my shit. opinion. Sometimes they look like fucking shit, and then they sit around all day and do fuck all. They just talk or they're browsing the internet or whatever. Yeah. So what's the fucking difference? It's like ludicrous. It's it's like it's 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 like he's never worked from home before, and also like he's never worked in an office before either like maybe he should just spend a day working in one of his fucking offices and he could realize that uh, most people are useless assholes whether they work in an office or at home it doesn't matter you know what i mean yeah but he, he just seems to have no fucking concept <laughs> at all about how working life is which is which is odd as, uh, as someone who
1: has employees
0: oh yeah of course you do
1: um i don't want i don't really know whether we do a good job with this at all like i i don't know i i my opinion is always the same as yours it's like if you're working for someone you should get away with doing the absolute bare minimum you can if if otherwise you know unless there's any kind of incentives right like (laughs) we obviously have people with fairly like simple tasks i i guess mostly like you know, they feel like they're they're they they know what their goals are quite clearly. I think it's very hard when you're in a job and like someone tells you, Oh, just just uh just do some do something. You know, and you're like, Well what? Like, oh just uh file those file those pieces of paper. It's like, okay, I've done that, now what? And they're like, Oh, um just uh I'm going for lunch, see ya. It's like you know when you don't have proper like goals or proper management yeah. Then that's the thing. You you get very dissolution very quick because but that, a lot that's people... where the
2: managers are pushing for people to work in the office because they can't do their fucking stupid shitty job any other way. They don't know how to do it. They do no, not know because how most to decide. Of it is just stupid make work, it. right? Yeah.
0: Like, and Which is not necessary. Like, I, like I've worked in, in teams before, like on projects, like coding, like, like big projects, whatever. And there's deliverables and there's times where things need to be delivered, right? And so the time where you're working on stuff, you just need to be left alone to get on with it so that you can actually deliver it on time, right? right? But I mean, that's true of so any office wh- whether job. Whether I'm right? sitting around in, my, in, in a thong uh, watching, you know, <laughs> mori Povich on the side and like, I'll do it. I'll deliver it on time. You like I'll probably are deliver it early.
2: The father. Yeah, you know what <laughs> best I mean, of though. Maury, like, maybe. It,
0: it shouldn't fucking matter. What's the difference if I'm doing that at home yeah, or if exactly. if some somebody yeah. is just bugging me all the time in the office? Like, uh, you know, like hey, want to go for coffee? Hey, want to go for coffee? Hey, uh, did you, have you sat in the bathroom for an hour today looking at your phone? <laughs> you know, it's all the same shit, right? Like, I I know when I have to deliver the work and I'm going to do it. Like uh, if, if you don't, some jobs just aren't like that. Yeah. There's just not enough work. I mean, to then, do. there are some like the, like call center
2: jobs and stuff like that. Uh, I presume that they found a way to set all those up from home. But you, like, yeah. they monitor what calls you get. They record mm-hmm. calls, all that kind of shit. You could do that from
0: home. But that's a volume job, though, right? right? Like it's it's like being a, it's like working at a till or like you know serving people at like say McDonald's or whatever. You know, there's going to be customers. It's going to be busy almost right. all day, right? Like you're you're not going to really have time to to do anything but your job. Especially but because,
2: like, dude, remember I, I've worked in one of these places. I did I did a call center for Exchange and Mart magazine. Rest in peace, Exchange mm. and Mart magazine. And the calls just come through. Like, it just goes, Oh, you're not on the phone right now? Don't worry about that. And it goes, and just puts the call through to you. So it's not, you don't have time. So so this is pillar
1: one. Okay. Pillar one is clearly defined things to do. Because I fucking hate. Going to have, I fact, fucking hated having a job where I went there and I didn't have anything to do. I didn't feel like I could yeah. contribute, and I felt like my ideas were you, ignored. You turn up
0: and there's nothing like, to do, and somebody's like, "Oh, can you file this?" or oh, right? "Oh, can you just can you do this?" and it's like, "Just send me home. Yeah. You don't need me here." But also, it's a like, waste I think within
1: that like space to grow and change and put your own ore in and, and make make a make a difference, right? And then that's yeah. why that leads on to part two, feeling like I think you are part of. A group or a team, or and a, and are rewarded for doing so. Like I don't know if you guys know this, but obviously we we do like a profit share with YOGS. So like like ten percent of our um yearly profits, so or if if in in last year it was like twenty percent goes to staff, right? Straight Whoa, up. Whoa, do because I count as staff? Yeah, you know, no, you're not. What the fuck? Roll. I quit. <laughs> But I'm gonna start a strike. I'm gonna start a strike next time I'm there. i have got, got your own benefits I'm gonna kick it <laughs> the fucking offices <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. But no one will join like, me. <laughs> I, I feel like that. And then there obviously also has to be to some extent like a, a, a an independence factor where people know what they're doing without a manager. I, I yeah. don't like the idea of managers, I think managers should be assistance to people who are doing the job to help them get their job done rather than some cuts over the top of them telling them to get their job done right i don't think that's the role of a, a manager should be a proper manager should be helping everyone else to 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 do what they need to do and saying like how do we make you this better not you know do work harder you know idiot you know i I think a lot of people like i've got and also i I think you're completely right about people wanting to work differently and needing to some people have never wanted to come back in i saw tom hazel yesterday for the first time in months you know because he much enjoys working at home in his pants i assume um and sure and he all we've had no problems with anyone working where they want at yogs and it's been really great i think like for example one of my friends dan um he works for the government uh defence. He works for the, the government in some sort of defence role. And he has to sit sure. through these long meetings. And he's a really, really smart guy and he's been doing it from home and he's been doing great lately, but he has to sit through these incredibly long meetings. Has what, he done a lot of good defence? Well well, I, I don't really know what he does because he's very vague about it. He's got to so be either a spy or he's um Well, I mean nothing's happened. Or he's so he just did a, a really a boring office job. What of the yeah. two? Anyway, he's a super smart guy, but um he finds it so hard to pay attention in these long meetings, right? But what yeah. he's been doing lately is, um, well, for the last sort of six, six couple of years actually, since lockdown, is he's been um, painting Warhammer models in the meetings. But right. I I often find that when I do that, like it shuts off. Like, so I'm always like listening to a podcast or something when I'm painting models. He he, he finds that it actually really helps him concentrate in meetings um, when he's painting models in the background you know so Mm -hmm. he wouldn't be able to do that in an office atmosphere it obviously works for his personality which is a very detail-oriented very kind of um smart guy who also can just c- could get incredibly bored if you're just sat there fucking staring at a screen because i think other yeah. people would get distracted like it's probably happening in this podcast right now where you guys are both like browsing something else you know paying attention to thinking about something else and people listen to this podcast right now i am probably I'm just imagining your
0: friend dan furiously um playing space invaders like defending the country while he's in this this meeting you know like <laughs> uh, like something like that that's what i'm doing right now well, I, I, I just he's in some bunker somewhere just yeah like shooting down all the uh icbms listening to the, the codes i,
1: I think yeah. like warhammer though painting warhammer is a is an example of something which um i'm sure i've talked about it before but it's like this thing where you can I, I used to do it in front of the telly and then i'd look up on like season three or whatever and i'd be like oh my god that's what that guy looks like and i obviously had never actually looked even up even looked at, at him yeah at, <laughs> for three seasons oh, or something and so man. Yeah, it's it's a but I'd followed the story like perfectly without being able to see it like a blind person watching the telly or something. I don't know. It was it was it was very. I guess because a lot of TV is so basic, right? And so formulaic. Yeah.
0: And so, Speaking of uh, basic TV, I started watching uh, Married at First Sight UK Season right. 7. Well,
1: again, that is oh, very basic. Oh,
0: boy. <laughs> yeah. Why am I doing this? Well, I was thinking you talking about Lord of the
1: Rings, the new show. Yeah, because, you go um, ahead. Um, Wait, can I, I, can I say something just
2: first? Of all, I've got a question. I don't know if you guys yeah. can answer it or if someone can jobs. answer it. No. Is it like a technical
0: question no. to do with your computer? No. Oh.
2: Uh, if I ask the question, it'll uh, clear everything up. It, it, okay. Because it, uh, you guys
0: might... I want to guess the question first, okay, though. go, like go ahead. Okay, is the question related to some sort of ailment uh, no. upon your physical no. being? No, no, um, Is the question related... Is it a diet question? No. A diet-related question? No. Is it, is it to do with... Um, are you looking to acquire a piece of technology?
2: No. Would you is like it, okay, a clue?
0: Is it... Yes, please. Is it spiritual in nature?
2: No, it's not about me. Or something that oh, I right, experienced. Okay. It's something that Mrs. F experienced.
0: Is this a is a society sort of question? Uh, is not it a okay society to question. But fart loudly on a bus, no. or like so, that kind See, of no. politics. No. Is it about Liz Trust? No.
2: <laughs> it's in the okay. it's in the fields of, of the of the arts. <laughs> the arts.
0: Oh right. Okay. Is so it a music? We don't know anything. It about that? Don't know anything about it's that.
2: not a music question.
0: Is it any way related to Adele? No okay
1: (laughs) how about is it is it is it about actual art i.e you know art galleries it's
2: about no i said the arts so you guys have gone straight to paintings
0: the the arts the arts arts. so think of
2: think of the things that would would creative
0: things
1: yeah so
2: think of something that
1: no uh, is it, is yeah. it graphic design no, related? No, no, Is it website? Uh, m- no, no, musical? No, musical. No, but Six you're singing. getting closer. All uh, m- oh, right. Uh, mm-hmm. Painting. No. Well, How is well, that closer? Go back, back. Photography.
2: No. Uh, I said music. It- it's it Lewis said, "Is it a musical?" Um, and I said, "You're getting closer. It's it's to do with the, it- the theater. Right. The theatre. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
0: Right. Well, okay. Ask the question. I don't know fuck all about the theatre okay. either. Like-
2: well, that's why I wanted to ask you here so that. We gave a chance to the viewers to, to answer.
0: Oh, oh, right. Okay, I see. This this, see. this question has them.
2: now taken five minutes to ask. But
1: I'm, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's
2: I was going to it the best part
1: of this podcast <laughs> so far. A few
2: seconds to answer. <laughs> she was at a play last night. It was Much Ado About Nothing. It's a Shakespeare's play. Yeah. And, and there's it. a line in it where one of the characters, I think it's Leonata, says, "I either I will be heard, I must be heard, or I shall be heard. And when right. she said it, Several people in the audience said it at the same time, and then the audience started clicking their fingers
0: like... Maybe that it, maybe that's just a really good poetry jam. Right, but like, why it's known that in line? Circles. It was
2: the only point in the play where they did it. Almost like... It's a good line. Right, it is. It is a great line. I'm not saying it's not. But what has it been co-opted by? What movement? What group? Why are people saying that line aloud On that, in the yeah. play? Um why the finger clicking, not applauding, but finger clicking, Where did that come yeah. from? Because I've been to see Shakespeare a decent amount of time, and I've never seen anything like that, and I've never heard of this. Um
0: yeah, it seems like, I, a, like, a, like like maybe like a protest thing well. or like a um, yeah. like a counterculture sort of thing. Well, like, I, uh, I googled
2: it too. i I must be heard or whatever the line is and and uh, couldn't find anything about it, couldn't find any references, articles, yeah. posts anywhere. So, if you know why they do it, uh, get in touch, because I, I would really love to know. We'll get That's that in a the good mailbag. question.
0: I wish that I uh, was more cultured to be able to help out, but I'm not. I'm really, really fucking dumb That's and all right. basic. That's all right. I'm a simpleton. Sorry.
1: Well, do you have any questions that you want to throw out there, Sips, to the mailbag listeners? Like, you know, um, the mailbaggers? Do you,
0: I, I don't know. I don't think I really have, like, any, any deep uh burning burning questions um I, I i mean i i was on uh vacation recently and um i should have come back with like you know a lot of deep thoughts and questions and stuff but Man, I was so tired. I just when I got back, I was like, Man, I need a like a, an actual vacation now to recover. I need from a vacation my... from the vacation. Oh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I can't remember I can't remember the stand-up who said it, but there was a bit where he said that um he was trying to describe a family road trip.
2: I think it was Jerry as, as, Seinfeld.
0: As a vacation. And he said, Once you strapped your kids into the back of the car and you closed their door And then you take the long way around the car to get to the driver's (laughs) side that's your vacation it's 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 that it's that five seconds where nobody asks you a question or interacts with you whatsoever after you've closed the door walked around the car and then gotten into. So the, the I, I saw
2: seat. Jerry Seinfeld say that on an episode of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, and he might have been referencing another comedian. Right. Okay. Like, is it Jim Gaffigan maybe that might have said that? But either way, he, he was he was referencing uh, it because he often says, "You know, my favorite joke of yours is." X.
0: Oh yeah. Um, that no, that I I just think that that's such a It's so good. It's good because it's so true as yeah. well, right? And like oftentimes the, the those those jokes are, are are the best ones. But yeah, I thought that was great. I love um, I love
2: that kind of not observational comedy, but almost it's like relatable. Yes. But it's also it's such you I, I think that the genius of, of some really good comedians is that it's something that we've all thought, but they're yeah. the ones who've put it in a funny way and
1: said it. I mean, it's. Like... I
0: don't even think you need to have had kids to. No, you can understand to relate that. to yeah. that joke. It's it's that I think that's part of what makes it so good too.
1: Yeah, I think in that case, like let's that's that's two things you have just suggested tips there. One is favorite like like bit. Let us know your favorite stand up bit. Um, yes. Because that way we can leech off their humor and enjoy it. And also, because yeah. uh, Jerry Seinfeld's doing that and no one calls him on it. Let us know your favorite. um vacation spot for sips to go on holiday
0: what where, <laughs> what you got? your what are your
1: suggestions
0: uh, uh, oh where man would don't you take... suggest uh, center parks and longleaf because would you that's, take all, that's the only place we ever seem to go <laughs> it's with, great though with
1: but... it, uh, what, a six month old a f- six year old and a 10 year old
0: six month old Man, how where the your, hell have you been, She's She's like 14 months, almost 14 years. 14, jeez. Yeah. Time has yeah. gone. She year. started walking while we were on vacation. This she's, year has she's gone. She's taken her steps
1: so fast
0: yeah um, it's crazy can I just
1: say I've started work yeah. on Jingle Jam oh my uh, God. again I've like I've dug out the old organizational spreadsheet and blown the dust off it and I'm like fuck me this is a lot of work um, hey,
0: listen can I tell you uh, a story about pre-vacation and and another little one I, I think I told you guys over whatsapp about being barfed on on the on the ferry oh yeah which was oh, not shit. which was yeah, not pleasant yeah. but uh, but listen listen to this one uh, this is uh, this is the night before we're leaving we had to catch the the ferry the ferry left at nine o'clock in the morning and uh because we had our car and everything we had to turn up there quite early so it was it was an early start we had to wake up at six to get ready get the car uh fastened down everything because we had like a roof rack and like it was like a proper you know like we it was like a real griswold uh, moment um we got the car ready and everything so my my son who's almost 11 now Uh, is really excited to go on this trip and he's like what time are we waking up tomorrow and he, because he's at that age now where he's worried about you know timings on things and stuff you know didn't want to be late didn't want to miss the boat and stuff so he's what time do we have to wake up tomorrow he said well we gotta wake up at like 6 but maybe if you want set your alarm for 5.45 you know quarter to 6 so you have like a little bit of a head start you have some more time to wake up and get your stuff ready whatever and he's like okay so he got this huge like uh, alarm clock that we got him when he was really lit to help him like learn how to tell the time. And it has it's like really old style. It has like the big metal ringers on the top, you know, like the, wow. the like the big metal domes and stuff. Yeah. And uh and it has like all these colorful, you know, minute-hour hands and stuff like it's that. Like a comedy that tell clown the time. Alarm it's huge. Huge, clock, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like it would okay. be around Flavor Flav's neck sort of thing. It's just like <laughs> okay. it's just it's <laughs> yeah. absurd. Anyway. So he's like, I'll go get my clock. So he comes down. He's like, okay, 5.45. And he's like, yeah, 5.45, set your alarm so you wake up and we'll have more than enough time to to get there, whatever. Okay, all right, great. So- He sets his alarm, he takes it back upstairs. He kind of, like, puts a bunch of toys in front of it and stuff. He's got his toys all set up, like, on his shelf and everything, whatever. So we were like, oh, that's cute, you know. Like, we're going on vacation. He's, like, he's super excited. So he goes to bed. The baby goes to bed. My daughter is in bed. Uh, We watched a bit of TV. Got some more stuff ready or whatever. The clock strikes midnight and... It sounds like a fucking fire alarm is going off in our house, but like an old school one, like one that would you'd hear like at your school, you know, the metal ringing. Okay. <laughs> so he set his alarm clock for midnight, oh, of course. No. Uh, so this thing midnight. is going off, and it's so fucking loud. Like, it is so fucking loud. My wife turns to me. She's like, it's the fucking alarm. Like, go turn it off. You know, the baby's upstairs sleeping. My daughter's upstairs sleeping. So I, I run up so fast. Get to the alarm clock. It's buried under all these fucking toys because he set it all up on his shelf or whatever. But there's no movement. Like, he's not moving. Uh, like, the baby's still asleep. My daughter's still asleep. I'm fumbling around with this alarm clock, turning it off, whatever. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay, turn it off. And then it, it like, clicked again, and it was, like, threatening to go. So I was, like, fumbling around with it a little bit more and then I noticed in the corner of my eye that my, my son is like starting to stir It's like ah shit I think it's like woken him up or whatever so I'm looking on the back of this thing trying to like make sure I turn it off or whatever I turn around <laughs> my son my son is sitting up in bed like waving his arms like you know like those fucking uh, you know those things outside like a, like a used car the wavy car man, lo- the wavy man. he's like that with the same smile on his face and everything like he's excited <laughs> he thinks it's 5.45 in the morning Oh and <laughs> no. it's time to go on vacation i was like no go back to bed it's not time you didn't set your alarm right it's midnight go back to bed like oh uh, fuck me it was so funny and uh, oh my god nobody else woke up luckily i got downstairs and i was crying from laughing for like 10 solid minutes it was unbelievable fuck me it was so funny oh that's was great. just just the fit, the look on his face, just, <laughs> like, just the sheer, he was asleep still though. Cause I, I told him about the next day. He's like, I don't remember any of that. Like, I don't remember, I don't remember waking up or whatever. So he's still asleep with his massive smile. fully asleep.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, dreaming about waking me, up. Cause I, I, that's the thing
1: that you can very much do is, uh, in your, you know, dreaming yeah. about things you're excited about doing the next day. And yeah. then you wake up and you're like, oh shit, I've still got to do them. Or the opposite, yeah. Oh, that's a great. That's great. It was funny.
0: It was good. Did you
1: ever? So yeah, the other thing you texted us about was you got the ferry over for some obscure fucking reason with a. Well, we
0: wanted to have our own car because we have the baby seat. We had a lot of luggage. Like we were gone for a full week. So it was like, you know, we just wanted to make sure that we had, like, all the the comforts. Like, we we took, like, the baby's still, like, having, like, formula. Like, we're we're weaning her. So it was good that we could take, like, our bottle maker and shit like that. And it was just, which we kind of needed. But it meant that we had to take a ferry for four hours as well, which was okay for the first couple of hours but once you get really into the channel and the and and the water gets choppy man everybody was feeling it like it, except for me i don't get seasick somehow i get car sick but not seasick everybody else is not feeling too good and so i'm pacing around with the with the baby because she's like really unsettled and uh And then she just barfed everywhere, like multiple times. Like it was all over me. It was all over the floor. Uh, Some random dad from the boat just appeared out of nowhere with paper towels oh, and was like wiping me much. down i know man there are there really are some nice people out there you, you 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 tend to forget but there there are some decent people that still exist you just have to have a baby puke did on he lean you into too. you
2: while he was wiping the circle and say i have a tiny penis
0: <laughs> you know, oh, no. i got this Please. no he did not um uh, but on on that uh subject because I feel like uh, like an old washed up YouTuber and stuff, you know. Like I've been around for a long time. Holy crap! Like multiple times per day, every day I was away, I bumped into people who recognize me, like in in Center Parks and in and around Center Parks, like Longleat and stuff too. It's crazy. Like I, I don't know, I, I I don't know how, but it just it still happens. Do you it think it's happens.
2: because like the 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 sort of big Yogscast Minecraft era was yeah. was about? Ten years ago now, I guess. I right? suppose when yeah. you guys were like blowing up YouTube and first channel to get to a billion viewers in the UK and all this kind of stuff. Those yeah. people are now at the age where they're starting to have kids and go on these family holidays and stuff like that. And so they're like, Oh shit, it sips. I wonder if it's that.
0: Yeah, maybe. But, I think, um, yeah, yeah. surprise, like it, it's weird. Sometimes I, I'll go somewhere and nothing, you know, and you're just like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't even think about it. And then other times I'll go somewhere and it's constant. And this, this trip was like that. It was like every day. There was well, you did like, say you go there on holiday nice, all yeah.
2: the time. So maybe people book their holiday maybe, there. Maybe, maybe
0: people know. Hoping yeah. to bump maybe into Maybe they're trying you. to sync up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to,
2: geez, honey, yeah. let's go to center parks so and might like, see simps. Oh God. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I guess it, you are right. Like, like it, uh, you don't know if you normally like it doesn't happen often enough for you to even think about it, right? But then occasionally someone will bump into me and say, "Oh hi," and then I'll be like a little bit anxious for a couple of hours because yeah, because you're like, a little who, more aware of it. I'm a little bit more aware that people about might, it, right? might recognize me, you know. And then I go back to normal. Just I don't care again, you know. Like yeah. sometimes, for example, like um, I've just. I'm like wearing like a really dirty old tracksuit or something like this and I'll go out and I'll go to the sh- get the shopping and someone will recognize me and I'll be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I didn't expect this. I yeah. forgot that people might recognize me and um, want to take a picture and I'm like, oh, no.
0: I'm well, like, uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, you know, you get clocked in the uh, subtropical swimming paradise changing room when you're uh, in your bathing suit and you're letting it all hang out. That's uh, that's, that that's what happens. That's an interesting one. Yeah, a couple of times. <laughs> 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 Oh, <laughs> uh... Subtropical
1: <laughs> paradise. <laughs> subtropical
0: swimming paradise, yeah. Yeah. Oh, In the man. UK. So, I mean, it's definitely, yeah. definitely subtropical. No, way, it's, I mean, uh, the water's like uh, 29 degrees constantly. It's like, raining if it's...
2: again here, by the way. Holy shit. It's rained every day for like a week now.
0: I know. Yeah.
1: We're, we're yeah. owed it though, PFLAX, you know. I know. It's, but, like, it's we been had, a dry summer.
2: We had some thunderstorms uh, this week.
0: and Man, we had a quick one yesterday, and I think lightning actually struck like... Uh, close to where we were in town, it sounded like a bomb. Oh, it's so dropping. loud, yeah. It was immediate too. You know, sometimes you see the flash and then seconds yeah, yeah. later, you'll hear the rumble. This was just like all at the same time. It's like immediately. It was crazy. It's crazy.
2: But I uh, I heard some, um, well, when the uh, when the lightning was, was going on, there was a bolt quite near us. And then, because I guess London's built up, you know, it's got a lot of big buildings around. You could hear it echoing, no word of a lie, for about 30 seconds. I was listening, you could hear... That thunder rolling across the landscape and bouncing back from all these buildings and stuff like that. Because obviously, London is fairly flat. There's not a big hill for it to get lost in. So it just kind of rebounds off, and you can hear it coming back at you from miles around. It was like, holy shit. It was very
0: apocalyptic. Yeah, it's cool. Yes. I always worry, you know, I
2: always stare at the lightning storm out the window, and I always think, what if I got hit? Like, there's not that many things that are that tall around here. What, question for anyone out there that knows anything about lightning, um, and I, you know, they, I want an expert here. All right, I want an actual a guy who's called like Lightning McGee or something like that. He's, you know, an expert, someone with a PhD or something. Does the lightning always hit the highest point, or does lightning it sometimes jumps. get lazy and go down a few feet? Because I'm at there. the top of the house. Would it go? You know what? That guy'll do. He's mostly water anyway. That sounds like a good idea. Better than just hitting the roof. So if the roof is not its first choice, will it come down and hit me in a window looking out?
0: That's I, I don't know. Mm. My only experience like, with any of this stuff mm. is watching uh, Rescue 911 with William Shatner as the as the host. Never and, heard of it. Um, and somebody, somebody got struck by lightning while they were standing under a tree. Oh, well, and, but uh, that's silly because the, the, it, it hits
2: the tree. And then as yeah. it comes down the tree, it blasts. And it I think splits, you can get core, cool, right? Yeah.
0: What's the... the- the tree in half and splinters it out
2: right but that everybody knows get, surely not to stand under a tree in a, in a thunderstorm i mean that's like one of the worst things you can do as i understand it
0: I, well i think they just didn't have a choice i think they were just in a field and there happened to be a tree right so they naturally just went there for some shelter right but what i'm saying like is don't pouring. do that like, no but y- I mean, you just what, have to get wet right
2: the, the answer is not well i didn't have a choice just don't go under the tree i mean y- you're
0: absolutely mean, it, but, I, I guess so, but when you're in that situation, I can see how it could happen. So even right?
2: knowing that you shouldn't, you you would consider still doing. it? Well, I don't think I would think well, about it that
0: much. If it was really pouring and I saw a tree, don't I would go just under think, the tree. Oh, there's probably I'm probably not going to get struck by lightning. Or... I'm just going to run and shelter under that tree.
2: No, 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 no.
0: No,
1: I, I think a lot of people get struck by lightning not golfing. Yeah, but you're holding
0: um, a bit of metal and you're in the middle of a hold field their, when they hold the club up is. Is that what you mean? No, I don't
1: think so. I think it's more the fact that it's very, very flat. There's no yeah. trees. And so you are the highest point, even though you're just a little bit above the surface. Do you see what I mean?
0: Do you think anybody's ever been on the green and they've held their club up in the air and it got struck by lightning? Absolutely. And it yeah. supercharged yes. them and they're like, <laughs> and they the watch shot. this part! Boom. <laughs> they, boom like laser accuracy right. what was it
2: was it Every, everybody's golf that old golf game where you could if you hit the ball with the timing just right the the club froze as it struck the ball and there was this huge power spike and like a big glowy thing and then it would shoot off the end of the club like a laser. Did beam.
0: your uh, did your friend's dad ever have the PC game Lynx Golf? Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's an old the one. The
2: best thing about it was that if you played a shot, it had to load in the next point where you were playing from line by line <laughs> on the screen. So it would load it in like loading in line by line by line because it couldn't just go there's just there's the screen. It was so complicated that it for and the processing was so weak that it would have to load it in line by line. And if you turned, it had to redraw it so it was so slow to play
0: it was unbearable oh man
2: young man if i could just what is slide my goiter to the other side <laughs> so i can look you in the eye okay i've heard about something called honey now not the kind <laughs> that bees make honey. but another kind of honey
1: so do do go ahead and tell me all about it young man would you please Well. Honey is a, a it's a digital uh, tool. It's free. Shop is it free? You can just store it on your browser. Uh, imagine you're shopping at one of your favourite sites. Yes. Uh, what
0: would that be? Oh, uh, Giant uh, Mega I love That would be my favourite.
1: I call it the Triple D. It's donkeydildos.com. <laughs> well, when you when you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is <laughs> click Apply Coupons. Uh, Honey will automatically search for discounts, and if it finds a working coupon. You will save money. I notice it every week for real. I reckon I must have saved like at least 150 quid using honey Jesus. over the course of the last few months. So yeah. definitely definitely does work. Um, I recommend it. Uh, if you don't already have honey, you could straight up be missing out. And uh you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the show by getting honey for free at joinhoney.com slash triforce. Joinhoney.com. Slash Triforce. Forget about your old coupon book. My coupon Rally book, Peeflax.
2: You could use a digital I, version. I, I love. I stash it under my goiter.
1: <laughs> God, I hope you get better. Yeah. You should have that looked at. I, I, when we started
2: doing this bit, I didn't have the goiter.
1: I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, when you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? Of course I do. You don't know random passers-by looking in on you.
0: Well. So why would you let people watch you when you're online? Good God. That's right. Have you ever seen those bathrooms, like, in those, uh, those swanky Vegas hotels that have, like, the glass? You can, like, look right into them?
1: Yeah. Mm, yeah. Instead, if you press the button, it'll put a little f- frosting filter on, and, uh, that's what... ExpressVPN is like, you can oh, still put in there, mm. but uh, no one will be able to see yeah. what you're doing. So you all might of a sudden anything. it's
0: like somebody's watching you, but it's The Sims and you've been uh, censored out.
1: You've been, you've been pixelated yes, out, you've been, been blurred. Pixelated yeah. up. So uh, if you're like being believed that your online activity should stay private and be your business, uh, you can secure yourself now with expressvpn.com slash Triforce today. It's our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash Triforce. You get an extra three months free. You should definitely be using a VPN uh, for all of your online browsing needs. You can change your country. You can do all sorts of stuff. It's, it works on, works on my phone and my iPad. I use it when I'm in hotels and stuff. I recommend it. So, yes, happy to have ExpressVPN as a sponsor. Thank you for coming back. Um, obviously, you guys like it as well. So, yes, expressvpn.com
0: Triforce. Thank you. On with the show. My friend's dad had some pretty cool games. He had this one game called Castles. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It rings a bell, actually. It it had really cool music and you just had to get your your men to build castle walls and stuff like that. I know this game, yeah, yeah, Interplay, 1991. 1991 Interplay. What a
2: classic game. Loved this game.
0: He used to play a game called Steel Panthers, which was like a World War II tank. Yeah, they they, they keep making that. new
2: ones and Panzer Core and all the rest of those. Yeah, they're like it's a turn-based tile game. SSI yeah. used to make all of these games. That's
0: right. Yeah, Fantasy he used General to play all, all of, of those. Oh, yeah. proper
2: wargaming. Yeah, loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah. He used to play this like Civil War one. I can't remember the name of it. Space Rangers. He used to play yeah. as well.
2: With the Civil War one. I wonder wow. if that would have been Sid Meier's Civil War game.
0: No, it wasn't Sid Meier's. It, this, was, it, this would have been around the same time, 90, 91 yeah, or yeah, whatever. But he that, did have um, colonization, though, and Civ, Civ 1 he Right, had but, as but well. Sid
2: Meier made a lot of games in the 90s. Yeah. And one of the ones he made was a Civil, Civil War, War game. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to have look then. at it. Because that Maybe. was Microprose, who I thought.
0: Microprose, had vanished, yeah, that's right. Right? But Microprose, Microprose is has still going. It. No no no. They're they still going. Really? Yeah, shit. they're still
2: making games. They might have Inter-
0: been rebought Interplay published the first Fallout game, did they not? Was it Interplay? Interplay were pretty big back in the uh in the early nineties, but they, they have also vanished.
2: So there was Sid Meier's Gettysburg, which came out in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. Um, so it could have been that yeah what is that American Civil War
0: Gettysburg for anyone out there who wants
2: a really good Civil War game that's a lot of fun to play Ultimate General Civil War it is superb it is so much fun I've played it through multiple times I have 326 hours in this game I love it.
0: Holy shit! Ultimate Gen. The original Super colonization World. was really oh nice. Oh my too. god! Sid Meier's yeah. colonization. We used to play that a lot. I got that but on, like, on again, job. it was my friend's dad who had it. But right. we just saw him playing it because he was one of those guys. Like he'd come home from work and he would kick us off the computer. We used to play Monkey Island right. and like, Day of the Tentacle and Wing Commander, all those games. But then when he got home from work, he was like off. Yeah. So we, have, we had to get off. <laughs> <laughs> and he would sit there smoking cigarettes, playing all these war games and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Because we were like, you know, nine, ten year old kids, we were obsessed. We just wanted to get back on, so we would sit there watching him play all these games, yeah. waiting for him to finish up, and, you know, go off and make dinner or whatever, so that we could get back on. So we would just watch him play fucking Steel Panthers. The and, original Let's Plays
2: were <laughs> watching someone else, watching play someone's a game. dad play yeah. games. What well, actual yeah. dads? Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. Oh, I was the same with my friends who were a bit older than me at school, and you know, I would go around and watch them play um, XCOM and Civ yeah. and Colonization. Yeah, yeah, that's how I got into got into gaming in the first place. Yeah, was, same um, as
0: more PC. Like I, I had consoles, but PC gaming was when I was really interested in in gaming, and it was always from it was always other people's uh, dads that had all these games and stuff right that we would just load up and, and play like one of my friends his dad had all the leisure suit larry games and we like we weren't really supposed to play them and i don't know if you remember the old leisure suit of larry course. games but they, they had the uh the age verification yeah, thing yeah, at the yeah. start which was obscure like 50s and 60s references About like uh, general like knowledge questions and yes yeah yeah, yeah. So you you could like figure playing them Trivial all out, Pursuit. guess them. It was like yeah. playing
2: an old edition of Trivial Pursuit that your parents know all the answers to, and you're like, "Who the yeah. fuck is this guy?" Yeah.
0: yeah, but then from playing the Leisure Suit Larry games, we we got into playing Space Quest, King's Quest, like uh, it was. It, they, a lot of these games would lead into like other games that we yeah. would we'd try to pick up and play and stuff. Man,
2: Wing Commander was really hype back in the day. It was
0: fucking so good, man. Wing Commander 2 especially, like... Again, we were 10-year-old kids, so we would arrange, like... His mom had like a work from home office. She was like a she was a, a stay at home mom, but she was a, also an accountant. So during like the like you know tax time, like April or whatever, she would do. Uh, she had like a home business sort of thing. But mm. so she had this office, and but we had all these chairs and stuff in it, and we would arrange them like the cockpit of a. <laughs> Of like the the spaceship, and we would like role play and pretend we were like ejecting and stuff like that. Fuck, it was so much fun. Sure, yeah. Well, I mean, when you're yeah. like ten, right? You just, so, Wing stuff. Commander, Wing awesome Commander,
2: step. of course, to take us back to the start of this episode, Chris Fucking Robert.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wing Commander. It was a good one. We, we used to play a, a lot of Wing Commander. We we tried to get the one with Mark Hamill in it. I think it was Wing Commander 3 or 4. The, yeah, fir- the he one was that in came it. out yeah. on, on CD-ROM. But, man, it would never work. Like, there was all these driver issues oh, and sometimes we'd to... get it working and it would just be really choppy and stuff. you remember and you'd like...
2: have to have a different boot disk yes. for certain games? So, yeah. you'd have to boot the system with this boot disk in, because it allocated memory in the right way and yeah. loaded in this, that, and the other. And you, you'd have to sometimes have special, like you'd have to load in the drivers for your fucking keyboard and mouse and shit yeah. like that.
0: It was nuts, man. We loved all the uh, the LucasArts point-and-click adventure games too, like Monkey Island, Day the so Tentacle, it, uh, here's the thing Full Throttle, uh, never,
2: Max. I never got into point-and-clicks because the issue I had is, for a start, it's a fixed game. You play it yeah. one time and it's done. And games yeah. were expensive for kids, right? It's like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah. The other well, that was like, is- he,
0: would get, he would get that for Christmas, you know? Right. Like, I remember he got Monkey Island 2 for Christmas. We were, we, were, we were little kids, but we were really excited too. Of course. Um, and then for the whole Christmas break, every day, I'd just go to his house and we'd just play, play through Monkey Island 2, try to figure it out and stuff. But, but that's
2: the thing is, essentially, it all boils down to clicking on everything on the screen... I mean, yeah. it, attempting to use everything in your possession with everything else in your possession, yeah. and then using that with everything, because some of the puzzles really was... are so fucking bad, man.
0: Right, game, yeah. The the puzzles and the the gameplay itself aren't great. Usually, like the story is is. It's yeah, pretty yeah. bearable, pretty funny. There's some funny jokes in there, or whatever. But then, but also it's like, you know, it's, it's, it just depends where you're at at the time. Like it's like subjective, right? Like your age, all that kind of stuff, you know, like the, those are, those are, those are just like mega nostalgia for me because we, we always look forward to new, those kinds of games of coming out cuz we just worked through them together and it was it was good fun. I remember the the last one we got was The Dig. You remember that one? The yeah, Dig. Yeah, I think yeah. Spielberg had some part in it or whatever. I think he but did, we yeah. were like 17, 18 when it came out, I I I think. So it was like a little bit different, you know, like we were kids when the Monkey Island games were coming out. We were super excited for them and we kind of tried to relive that excitement through The Dig, but we went to like a party and drank, and I had the dig like in my backpack. We we're like, oh, "You want to go home and play the dig?" And it's oh like, my god! Oh, I guess so. I'm kind of drunk. All right, let's go. And like you know, it was it it was all a little bit different, but oh, it's still still good times, you know. There's
1: so great, point and clicks these yeah. days. They really are. Um, yeah, there's some. New, there's yeah, some... there's
0: there's there's been some some good ones. There's a new Monkey Island coming out like next week, nineteenth. There's a, a brand new Monkey Island coming out by the, the yeah. by most of the team that made the original games, so could be good, could be bad. Who yeah. knows?
1: Wad, Wadget Eye Games, yes. they make a couple of really they've really got good some good ones. ones yeah. uh, Unav- Unavowed is one of my favorite yeah. games, actually, in the last few years. Yeah. I really, really recommend it. They're not like it's they're not like gamer w- games, but, it, but they're just play?
0: nice like experiences, right? You just you just fumble your way through them, and it's just whatever, you know.
1: It's it's kind of like a. A visual novely yeah. thing mixed with a bit of puzzle,
0: mixed with just like a bit of
1: you know, it's it's a game, it's yeah. a game though, right? Um, and symbol yeah, Park was another not one so that you'll came come back out to was again good. and again, but it's it's a one and done experience, but it's still a good yeah. experience. You guys, if you guys,
2: um, um, you know, when when I think about the '90s and games, I think there were so many games that they did they did the best they could with the technology that they had, and yeah. they they were amazing. But when I think about sort of now, games are so much more like technically unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but but a lot of the ideas that they have came in that era. I think in the '90s when gaming really came to the fore. And I wasn't. This was. This was before. Graphics cards really became a thing because I feel that was towards the end of the nineties, the start of the two thousands.
0: Monster three D and all that kind of stuff was towards the end of the nineties for sure. There was a
2: guy that worked at Valve. He was the guy that did the VR stuff. That was what I knew him for, um, called Doug Church. And Doug Church, let me give you a list of the games that that he worked on. Okay, Ultima Underworld, which and Ultima Underworld Two. Which at the time, if you looked them up, there there was nothing liked them. Like, any kind of 3D dungeon-y game, any kind of 3D fantasy game, this was, like, the start of all of that. And they were unbelievable for the time. Unbelievable. And then he made System Shock, which yeah. was one of my favorite games of all time.
0: Oh, it's a classic. I've never played it, but I... It, so it's, good. It's still banded about as being, like, a it's amazing. Have you
1: played? Have you played Prey? Yes, I, 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 I did. I played yeah. Prey.
0: I couldn't get into it. I it didn't it like wasn't...
1: It, it,
2: it didn't quite have the same claustrophobic terror the system
1: shock did. They were gonna call Prey like Neuroshock or something like that instead but but Bethesda wanted it to be called Prey and it did it did sort of badly as a result but no I thought Prey I was, thought it was all right, Yeah, A lot
0: of people really rate Prey. I couldn't get into it. I just but didn't so really... He
2: also did Terra,
1: no- Terra Nova
2: Strike Force Centauri. If you look it up it was basically like Starship Troopers the book but as a game um, and you flew around in these giant suits and had to fucking blow shit up. Thief the Dark Project System Shock 2, Thief 2, Deus Ex, Deus Ex Invisible War. These are all fantastic. And then CSGO. Like, the guy worked on an unbelievable pantheon of games. He's a really lovely guy. But I just like, holy shit, like, those games seem so legendary to me. And a lot of the things that they did, if you try to go back and play them, we were talking about this the other day, actually, just me and the guys on my Discord a lot of games when you get nostalgic for them you go back and you don't realise how much gaming has evolved in the last 20 years, 30 years to just add shit in that you're like, if you go back and play these older games you're like, oh my god, it's fucking no quick save no you know it's like what is yeah. that it's like, <laughs> a lot of like the replayability
0: things. feels limited too but at the time you would you would replay the shit out of these yeah. games because like you said they were expensive you didn't you didn't get games on tap like you do now right like you yeah. could buy like f- but, you but, know but, 50 games in a day for like a, a pound each or this, whatever and
1: this is the thing we, we are flooded but at the same time we have this wonderful indie seed Going on, where you can still get like a a pretty shit basic game that is takes the world by storm. Like, look at Vampire Survivors or some of this whole genre oh, that's man, evolved yeah. out very quickly, which is very old school in design. It is, yeah. Vampire but, you Survivors know, already fantastic. spawned tons. Of, oh
0: man, I love like, it.
1: Like little clones and stuff you know it's a two quid game but you know it's it's so playable um and so basic Mm -hmm. like so so there is still room for uh, for for creativity and originality i just i just think
2: that a lot of the the time that is spent um and this is why i think a lot of the times in indie scenes you see the most innovation is because if you're making a triple a game the expectations that people have for The sound, the graphics, the length of the game, the campaign. means that you have to spend so much time and energy on that that you don't really have time to come up with new mechanics in games and really original and new things. I mean, if you think about Half-Life 2, that game was not developed in a hurry. No. It was like love and care and time and a lot of brilliant people working on it Given space and time to work, I think a lot of the time games now, the bigger they get, the more of a rush there is to get them out because it's so, yeah. think how much money you have to spend just getting it all to look modern enough that people are going to pay sixty quid for it or whatever. Yeah, uh, it must be crushing. I mean, Cyberpunk. Yeah. We were talking about Cyberpunk. That's a that's a good example of a game that people wanted so much from it. They promised all this stuff, and I think when they got into it, they realised that it's incredibly hard. Like having a, what feels like a living city. Of that scale is almost impossible even now, and by mm-hmm. a major developer to be done well, because it was terrible.
0: But um, the whole lead up to the game releasing, with like the um the the, the work hours that people had to put in, oh and, crazy, and all that kind of stuff. It, it's just insane, right? Like I just think. But- they're would under you, a lot would... of pressure because it costs a lot of money to, to make it's the game. Just
2: making it is millions, And a lot yeah. of it is
0: unlocked once the game is, is 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 out, right? Like, people get their money back when the game starts selling. So, right. there's, there's always a lot of pressure, All that pressure. to push something out, out the door. But, but uh, on I... something on that scale, it's incredible that anything gets made. Like but it's...
2: So, don't you think that perhaps the desire that people have for an open world game like Cyberpunk... If you made it more on rails and just focused on it being a really good single player game with good locations and good everything, you could actually deliver. Because if you look Mm -hmm. at Grand Theft Auto, it manages to deliver on an open world with missions and quests. Still has some bugs and stuff like that, but it delivers and I feel like Red Dead Redemption 2 delivered.
0: But I mean, GTA 5 and Red Dead 2 are are big time outliers. Like they're both... Masterpieces. These games like, took five years to make incredible, by But incredible Cyberpunk games. cost a fortune they as incredible. well. How long did
2: Cyberpunk take? You're, to you're make?
0: not wrong.
1: Cyberpunk did. But I think that Cyberpunk hadn't made a game. I mean, they had made The Witcher 3, which was that, a, a real masterpiece but i think they i think they just bit off more than they could chew even the witcher took took longer than they thought it would it didn't it wasn't perfect when it was released it took time to make it good and like it was real crunch heavy like they really the people who made it like said that oh my god they they almost died making that game yeah and almost i think those people were just like i'm not going to do that again um they almost even though you're making it in poland mm. Um, so it cost with, with three hundred and thirteen harsh... million
2: dollars to develop. Oh, uh, and it started in twenty sixteen, and it came out in twenty twenty one, maybe yeah. twenty twenty. Yeah. So they they spent all that money on it.
1: I just I'm, think don't, that... I'm not trying to make excuses. No, no, they, no. They obviously uh, they must have had Alan sugar in charge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you think, think he? Do you think he laid? Do you think he laid on a swanky booze cruise for all the devs that we're working on? on no, we laid on some borscht and some vodka
1: for yeah. you. Uh, you guys are gonna stay overnight? We'll finish this game. Have it wrapped up by morning. All right, let's do for it. That's, that was his like bullshit management style. Fuck's sake. I think that. I just was, think, it, I think if they reined in, happened, right?
2: rather than say it's gonna do everything, if you just reined it in a bit and just said this is what. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a a set in the future. It's gonna be cyberpunk, you know. But but just just focus on making a good game. Expectations
0: now are so high, though, especially from a big a big studio. Like if it's a triple A game with a big studio with lots of money behind it, people want everything. They want it all. They're they're not gonna settle for an early access. Here's the bare bones. uh, Join us on our journey for the next ten years while we get to release or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's
2: right. But it, people if, for example, will take if, that it,
0: for certain things but not for something like but if, if they Punch, made no something way.
2: like Half-Life 3 right which I'm sure they never will but let's imagine if they did you wouldn't need it to be some vast open world thing where the way you affect one faction affects the game world and all this kind of shit I yeah. think at, the, at its core people still want a single player experience that is fun to play through that is challenging uh, I mean Elden Ring is a good example of that right it's a game that has a semi-open world and that you can go where you want, but much of it is locked off to you. You can't go there until you do this. You can't go here until you do that. It's divided into realms. Sure, but the the,
0: the counterpoint to that is that, say, the Half-Life franchise, for example, you've got Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2, which are that, right? They're really fine-tuned, good single-player experiences, right? So for a franchise to uh, evolve past that, they'd have to add more stuff to 3, right? Or just or just have it's a really a, fucking good game. More of the same, yeah. It, it, and it well, would be it would be a good game, but it wouldn't be um, as as good as it could be, right? Because the the idea is that the first one was was good, it was a su- success. The second one was good, it was an enormous success. So the third one should be good and like just a out of the park success, right? With more bells and whistles, like a, like. But it, it has so to, so do you think it has that, to grow?
2: But do you think that those bells and whistles automatically means it has to be open world because that's how we feel not, all these games Not necessarily
0: go. open world, but it would have to introduce some new stuff. Otherwise, it, it risks being just the same. And then oh no, it'll it, get reviewed 100%. as such as well, right? right. right? So like, it
2: absolutely... But, but my point is that if you scale up to promising the fucking moon and saying like, sure. oh, it's all open world and there's cars and there's this and there's all this, and you can't deliver on that, there's no point because you, you're not going to have the time and energy to actually no. make the game good. Yeah. make the game good like design a really good game and then if you suddenly realize you know what we could expand this out a bit then i think as part of your design you could do that but they sometimes set out for this grand thing and they never well, they, there's no focus
0: sometimes they set out for something and that just changes halfway through you know like you, you if you if you go back and you look at some of the the great games you know the classic games They started life as something completely different to what they ended up as, because especially especially when something takes a very long time to work uh, on, like, say, like five years or whatever, your team could change. You also you're you're also um, dealing with designers who are designing a game at the start based on the stuff that they're playing. And then that changes halfway through, right? So they might get up to a point with the system and they might be like, this isn't going to be fun. This isn't going to be engaging. We didn't plan this out properly. Also, I've been playing this game and it's awesome and we should crowbar this in somehow. So it that sounds changes like a, all the Blizzard throughout.
2: system. What was that game that Blizzard were making for years and then Binned?
0: Um they they were making a point and click Warcraft game at one point. No, it was that like some binned.
2: grand thing. I can't remember what it was. I think called. it
0: was meant to be uh, it oh, right. was Overwatch in its first the the idea for Overwatch originally was a big uh MMO like sim style life lifestyle, but you were a superhero that went out and did missions at night or something like that, but then you'd come back and just be a regular person during the day. But the the scale and scope of it was enormous. And then in right. the end, they were just like, "Oh, let's just make a shooter." Like, right. it, it's it, I mean, but that happens all the time. It's that's not just a project type That's not just a Blizzard yeah. thing, you know? Like
1: Starcraft, Ghost. Yeah. I mean, th- th- I think when you're a when you're a big guy, when you're an Alan Sugar, and you're like, I've oh, got all these got all these guys who are really smart. They're gonna make me a game. All right, make me a game. It's like this doesn't really work like that in a in a sense. Like it has to be, it has to come from an idea. Some of the best best games are from one guy's vision or one guy's clever plan, not necessarily something that a studio who've got coders lying around yeah. need to come up with. You know, I, I feel like this is why game designers are a strange beast. You know, you have you have obviously people like uh, Hideo Kojima who are f- famous for creating these weird ideas um and weird things he's like he's almost like an auteur you know like it's kind of bizarrely associated with the games he's made um and almost like people see that as some sort of seal of approval as well like certain people like rav's will only will will play anything he's made because or been involved with because he just finds it so genre breaking yeah you know you think you you think Sid myers has holds that
0: weight as well Oh, if Sid C- C- Myers made it, I'm in. I'm, <laughs> I think I'm buying in day,
1: it. <laughs> I, absolutely, I think that he yeah. did, and I think that it obviously changed as he changed and games changed, and his his name got sold to a big faceless corporation kind yeah. of thing. I I think that it's 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 a thing that games are, look. I think there's so so much out there now, right? From story-based games to open-world games to horror and short experiences, visual novels, porn games, whatever. Oh, you want. yeah, there's now we're talking something <laughs> out there, right? Like Steam's full of all of it, and um, and I think that there's a lot of genre crossovers. A lot of people try and try and do experimental stuff, and they get quite a long way down the road before they realise that it doesn't work, yeah. and that's really sad. Um, and I think in a sense. You know, nowadays with with all of these Unity and all these engines, it's it's the thing that I'm told that is is something to do is fail quickly. Um, in if you're going to make a game, mm. like f- just don't you know, make a make, a, make a game jam demo and see if it see if the, it fucking sucks. And another thing, um, or if it's
2: great. Well you want me like, to fail quickly? I'll be I'm there. If Failed you look there. back at a yeah. lot
0: of these these big games and that have come out. Um, I remember reading about the guys that made Angry Birds, for example. I mean, wh- sure. whether you like it or not, is, is it doesn't matter. It was, it's a big, it, it's now a, a big IP. It was a big, big game, uh, a mobile. and They've got arcade games, movies, everything now, right? But these guys made like 30 games before that that right. went nowhere, that did nothing. They were just not good, abandoned. Nobody was interested. Some of them were published. They didn't sell. You know what I mean? Like they've got a whole raft of experiences behind them and then angry birds for whatever reason right place right time had the right ingredients hit and it was huge a lot
1: a lot of people a lot of these big publishers now um are publishing indie games with some sort of underground wing like square enix have done it frontier paradox have got like um an indie wing where they've got people hunting for indie games and they well we'll put them under their you know, under their expertise and their marketing, and, and and also like almost under their reputation, and these games that would otherwise have potentially just either not got any recognition at all or fallen by the wayside are now are now couched under these 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 guys. But I think the problem is these studios have such high expectations. When you look at companies like Frontier, yeah, and Paradox. Paradox have fucking every game, like Stellaris, City Skylines, all these games are massive mega hits. They get incredibly disappointed when, a, I, 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 I would imagine, um, when a game sells only 100,000 copies, yeah. you know. But to an indie dev, that's a massive oh, success. Oh, hell yeah. but to Paradox, that's a failure. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, or to two other two other games developed, uh, not necessarily Paradox, but I can imagine that that their mindset is definitely like based on their previous titles, right? Yeah. And, and every game that Paradox has done, I think. At that size, though, performance is
0: it, it matters, front-tier. right? Because they have people investing, a big hit, like constantly. Yeah. So they need to appeal to those people, and they need to be able to turn around to them and say. Well, the last game we made sold this much, so come on, where's your money? You know? So, if, if they yeah. have disappointing sales, that is a problem for sure because people will lose I just faith can't and imagine not, being not in want charge to do of that. Angry Birds,
1: right? Because Angry Birds was such a huge thing and just trying to, or, or even like classically Minecraft, right? Like Notch, the idea mm-hmm. that you have to create something else afterwards or you have to follow it somehow. But in reality, you don't now. Like, look at someone like terraria the dev of terraria has done it is so, his name steve terraria what's his name god i should know because <laughs> he's really famous bill terraria nice guy i mean yeah.
2: there are there, there are devs um, who just they get the game it does well and they just stick with it um yeah, I mean, yeah well absolutely that's what terraria have done right. so it's it's has been Rimworld, years, the guy's doing that for 10 years they still think? Making, i don't think he is yeah, now still though making i, the I same think game. he's
0: moved on and oh, I think really? the prison architect people yeah i think it, i don't think that happens as much as people think I think um, I think when you when when you're somebody who likes to create uh, games and stuff like that, it runs its course, right? Like yeah, uh, yeah. the Among Us guys were like that too. Among Us, funnily enough, got popular three years after they just stopped <laughs> development on right. it. Right. They released this game, it didn't do too good or whatever, but then found uh its popularity much later on, I think th- just from people streaming it or whatever. But now 100 they have to come back. There's it's it's, it's yeah. huge now. Like it's it, it's maybe it's not huge on Twitch, but man, go to a toy store, there's fucking oh, Among Us merch everywhere. It's, everywhere. Like, it's yeah, insane. Yeah. Like they must have made so much money off of it. But even like even the devs are just like, well, we're we're past this. Like, right, right. It's great that it's become popular, but we've we've worked on like three other things since. You know, like we don't <laughs> want to work on this now. Well, yeah. understandably too. You know, like you're to you're onto the new the new thing that you want to. And work it has on. to
1: be driven by some degree of passion. Yeah, right. It has to because otherwise it's just not going to be very good. Yeah. Like you have to have people. You have to find. If my advice to them would be don't even bother trying to do it yourselves it would have been like get some people who are really passionate about the game find some devs who want to take up the mantle of making this game to the next yeah. you know taking it to the next level making the improving it tweaking it adding new roles adding new maps like that's what I would have done yeah um, and and do it quickly as well as capitalize on the success but I think it's, yeah. It's, it's, At the end of the it, day, it's up to them what they want to do. It's their game after well, all. Well, they're just a small
0: team too. Like I think there was only three of them. So it's like, I think
1: maybe they're happy with yeah, how it is. I'm sure and, they are now, know, now yeah. Gosh. I've got a
0: lot of respect for, for for the Terraria
1: guys though, for their sort of attitude, which has very much been like, you know, you pay one price, you get the game, and you know, we're gonna keep giving you free stuff, Even, um, you know, all all the all the way. I think Minecraft has definitely changed a lot since it's been bought. You know, now you can just you can buy a Spider-Man costume pack and all this yeah, yeah. crap. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely changed. My kids more still play that game weird. almost
2: every day. Well, of I course thought, they do. It's, yeah, it's they huge.
1: love it. It's still and it's still massive amount of popularity and focus and even more marketing now going into it than ever before. Mm-hmm. Would you um, say? You know, uh, I've
2: wondered this before. Is Minecraft the greatest computer game ever made?
0: I don't know if it's the greatest but it's probably one of the most popular.
2: I would I mean I I would say it has to be the most popular yeah. of all time. And therefore surely you'd have to say it's the greatest game ever made. I mean I don't it's know, it's, and, it's and hard to, the hard most to people, quantify it really it, like it, given how little relatively it's changed since it came out. I mean you can list all the the things you can now build and everything but the game looks the same and plays the same as it always has done as far as yeah. I can tell. Yeah, and it runs on pretty much any platform. Uh, kid, little kids can play it and understand it and enjoy it and grew up with it. I, I honestly, it's not for me. I never really got into it. It's okay, but my kids and I know that kids that were that are now, you know, that played it and are now grown up, I, I think it would be very hard for, for them to look at any other game for the rest of their lives and say that it had as much of an impact on them as Minecraft did. Yeah, so probably, I think yeah. you, you have to say that it's a and me. Exactly. I mean, it, and you, literally the two guys, guys I'm talking me. to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the two and guys I'm like, talking like, to could not point to another yeah. game and say, well, yeah, this podcast it was thus would not be. None of it, here, none of it. You know, if it wasn't yeah.
1: for Minecraft, for sure. No, you're right. Yeah. So maybe it is the greatest game of the I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. Oh, uh, I welcome any suggestions otherwise. I just
2: feel like it's its reach, its impact, the number of people that have enjoyed it, the amount of joy it's given, especially to kids, I think you'd have to say. It's a crowning achievement in gaming, I think.
1: Anyway, we talked a lot of shit this podcast. Yeah, but it's good we, to we chat. Love we don't that we, we don't do these right? gaming Part
2: chat. We don't do these gaming chat podcasts very often, so it's nice no, to get it out of it's our nice.
0: system. Yeah, it is nice to get it out of your system for sure. I enjoyed that. Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah, very much. Thanks. It's good thank to thank see you. So much. It's nice. The, the kids you. are back to school, man. It just feels like life is back to normal. It's nice. Uh, I'm sure you feel the same way, Flax. You know, yeah. like, you get that yeah. uh, routine back, well, which is kind of good. pouring with rain. I don't have much routine at the
2: moment. I'm very busy today. got and tomorrow I've got a, lot of, a lot of stuff on my mind a lot to do
0: oh man well good, yeah, good lot luck of stuff. Yeah. we'll talk about it next All right. week alright see you take soon take it easy guys Peace, bye bye, bye. bye.